Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, depending on where you are in the world. This is Jack Panda, and I bring you episode 143 of Jack Panda Speaks. If you're new, this is an unedited raw flow of thoughts and feelings, and it's at your own risk that you embrace the unknown with me here today. Another day on Gozai Island, scorching summer day, beginning of August. And nice breeze though, you know. Just on my way for a swim. And yeah, lots happening. Um, after the episode yesterday, I posted, I did a short post on, on Facebook about, you know, the future of nutrition paired with AI and it just brought up some interesting conversation you know it triggered people because there's resistance you know there's fear it's like oh AI is taking over humans and you know gonna go extinct We're gonna be taken over we're just gonna be blindly obedient to AI what about human consciousness what about human choice what about self-inquiry about self-awareness you know self 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 it's like we've become a human that believes so much in itself even though we don't even though we feel unworthy even though we don't trust ourselves and we judge ourselves there's still this idea that we're in control that we have free will that there's personal choices you know which could be the case but I don't feel that way I feel like I'm part of something bigger um, whether it's technology giving me the answer or a thought that seems to be in my own head that I deem to be mine. I attach myself to it and I say, this is my thought, this is my choice. But where's it really coming from? It's coming from nature, it's coming from God, it's coming from the universe. I don't know how to create thoughts, you know, it just happens. I don't know how, to, I don't know how my brain functions, it just functions, you know. This whole idea of conscious experience, conscious eating, conscious mindfulness and all this stuff where it's just a bit of a trap, you know? One thing's being aware, like being aware of the sensations in your body, being aware of thoughts, being aware of what's going on in the environment through the different senses, right? That's one thing. But who's being aware? You know? You get so attached to it being me or being I or being us, you know, this this mental concept of ourselves that we have. And um, yeah, it was just really interesting because the guy was like, you know, what about humans, you know? Is that the end of humans or um, where are humans going to fit in when the, these things happen, you know, with AI? And it's like, why, why, why see it from a place of separation? Where it's like, there's us humans and then there's AI and AI going to take over and they're just going to erase the human race and that's it, no? <laughs> I don't see that. I see, of course, there will be robots and AI that are 100% <clears throat> like robotic, let's say, um, without a human brain, without the biological stuff. But there will also be an integration, especially during the transition. Maybe in couple of centuries will be fully robotic and there will be no human flesh left you know but for now like 
Elon Musk, he's developing this brain chip, right? Which is going to integrate us. We're going to, I think it's an interface, you know, so we're connected to technology, to, I don't know exactly, I don't know the technical words, but there's going to be this integration. So we're going to have like an upgrade, you know, this idea of transhuman. So it's more, I see it more of like an evolutionary step forward even though it's quite far-fetched, because it's like, shit, we're human, we're biological, and we're going to start putting technology inside us. Already having a phone on us 24-7, it's like, we're already transhumans with the phone. It's not integrated yet, but it's, we can't live without the phone, you know? You can't, for, for the most part, you can't live without a phone. We work through our phone, we communicate through our phone, we play through our phone, we listen to music through our phone. So sooner or later, it's going to become integrated. Like, there's resistance, there's fear, especially for older generations. I think my generation is kind of the last one that really queries that, because younger generations are so... They're born with the fucking phone in their hand, you know? So it's like, for them, is I don't know. There's even this thing about it being cool, you know? So for, for, for younger generation, it's more normal. But it's a very gradual, even though it's fast, it's still gradual. So, I don't know, it just brings up debate, discussion around this whole idea of what's conscious, what's not conscious, what's, what does it mean to be human? You know, five centuries ago, do you think humans were like humans today? Do you think they were, they had the time to, to, to ponder life, to be aware of things? <laughs> you know, it's like something we've developed because we've had, had so much time to do so. Otherwise, we'd be bored, you know. What was I listening to yesterday? They were talking about, you know, we went from hunter gatherers to farmers to workers at factories, and now I mean, I want to say now, but there's always been art, maybe not always, but there has been for I don't know how many, it's probably this century. I don't know if there was art before this century, like Picasso's and stuff like this. But for it, in order for that to happen, there needs to be time, right? Then it, all the basic needs need to be covered. No, I don't, that doesn't make sense, does it? I think maybe it w art is more available to the regular human, like the lower, like all the lower classes, you know. Whereas before, art was maybe something of the, the privileged. But now, and now we have the time. We can just sit and meditate and and contemplate and philosophize. You know, where I don't think that was something that we'd do before. So, you know, what all these changes and evolutionary steps forward with technology. Because it's not just phones and computer computers that is technology. You know, everything that's helped us from the fire to inventing the first typewriter to inventing a washing machine, you know, all of this is tech is technology that's you know, become part of our lives, but now we find hard to live without, you know, and it's becoming integrated, and it's like this, it's cooperative, it's not like the washing machine took over, you know, <laughs> of course you can still wash by hand if you want, but who's going to wash by hand if you've got a washing machine, unless you live in a poorer country, which is fair enough, but my point is, you will still be able to live on the land, to a certain extent, but for the most part, of the human population, there will be an AI-managed, integrated, 
what is that? If it's a drone or or a kite. There will be an AI managed system, you know, on a global scale. You know, I've talked about this before. When a system becomes so vast and sophisticated and complicated, the human the human brain doesn't have the capacity to manage it, to process so much data. So AI comes in and manages it more efficiently, you know? And it's the same thing I was talking about with diet yesterday, you know? There's so many variables that change every day in our body that if we wanna feed ourselves optimally, then we can't we can't process that. Because I can experiment something today and say, ah, oh, you know, gluten doesn't feel good today. And I can really feel into it and be self-aware and make that conscious choice not to eat bread anymore. But two months down the line, you eat bread and it doesn't feel bad. So what does that mean? You you know, going through different emotions that day where you stressed, the environment, the temperature, the climate, you know, because we're also moving and traveling and so there's so many variables. So we don't have the human brain capacity to figure out what we should eat because with choice comes confusion, you know? So yeah, what else? I think I'll just leave it there. And end with that question, you know, what does it even mean to be conscious? What does it even mean to be human? Do we get, do we just get too attached to our personal experience and then fear change and fear um, the unknown and resist it? Because we want to stay in the known, you know, because this whole paradigm of AI and technology and nanotechnology is like, fuck, that's like the movies, you know? gonna take over we also, we've also been programmed you know with this takeover idea of technology it's gonna take over and it's the end of the human race we love the drama you know so that I can understand there's a lot of fear and resistance but I really wanna one of my goals one of my intentions is to really support people in the transition into this new era and shine light on it because in everything there's positive and negative. Like we can't, there's such a negative connotation, especially within the spiritual conscious community, whatever that means, you know? It's like, they're totally against it. They only see it as dark and negative when they should see it as both, you know? Because they're spiritual, right? They're aware. They should be able to see the two sides of the coin, the black and the white. The panda, the colors of the panda, that's what we're all about. We're trying to shine light when there's only negativity around a certain topic. <sighs> of course. Anyway, that will do for today. I'm going to go for my swim and sending you love if you're listening to wherever you are in the world. And uh, take care. Take care. Ciao for now. <laughs>